Our sugya today is the major Shas sugya of Hutra and Chuya. Now it comes up in our Gemara because the Gemara here on the bottom of Memvav Manalaf and Yuma is contrasting in the context of Haktaras Eivare Hatamid what happens if they were Nitosru from Erev Shabbos to Shabbos. And the Gemara here in the context of the Machlok Samurayim mentions or raises the contrast between Dechias Toma for purposes of Karbanos and Dechias Shabbos for purposes of Karbanos. So we have here a case, a circumstance, where you have two conflicting principles, two conflicting competing values. On the one hand, you have a Chiyuv Haktara. On the other hand, you have an Iser of let's say, taking Shabbos for a second, violating Shabbos. So, so this gives us an opportunity to step back and talk about these questions in general, which is going to be what we'll explore together today. Obviously, you have two extreme cases. So, for example, you have the Ramban, when he describes the Malacha of Ochel Nefesh on Yantif, where the Ramban says that Malachas Ochel Nefesh on Yantif what you might think is a conflict is not a conflict at all. Those are not competing values. The Torah never asserted Ochel Nefesh, only asserted Malecha Savoda. And so that's not a conflict at all. That's Lone Emra. Would anybody say that wearing a shirt that has polyester and camel hair is a shila of completing Torah principles? No, there's Lone Emra. There's no Easter there. So that's one extreme where you have what may have been or what could have been construed as a stira, as conflicting values, and then you have the opposite, where you have a conflict and maybe you have to do the right thing, but there are consequences of that, which is inyana dioma, and that is Esther. Right? The Gemara says that Esther, kasher avarati avarati, came to Achashverosh, now when she came to Ratzon, it's going to change her status to be something Mordechai. But wait a second, What's going on in the case of Esther? So this is what the Gemara calls in Nazir and Chav Gimel Amidveiz, Avera Lishma. So the Ma'arik has a tshuva in Simen Kuf Samach Zayin, that even though Esther and Yoel, they did a big mitzvah, there was, uh, there was a tremendous Hashras Hashchina for Esther. Otherwise, if this was an Avera, how could it have been uh, Hashras Hashchina? It's not possible. But nonetheless, this is a discussion in uh, in. Evan Ezer, the Ma'arik's opinion is that Esther was Asura to Mordechai because Lamaisa was still a Maisa Avera. It was a Maisa Avera, and therefore there's an Isser Labal, even though the, the spiritual benefit of that, the Hatzalas Kalal Yisrael justification, but there still is a Maisa Avera. So those are probably the two extreme cases, right? The lone emra on one side and the remaining maisa on the other side. But the middle cases, which are subject to a lot of question, are what we want to focus on today. And those are cases where the Torah prescribes that we should pursue one path at the, expect of an, at the expense of another, but it's still unclear to us what exactly is the nature of this dispensation. And this is what we could call the difference between hutra and dechuya. And that's what we need to define. Hutra being hutar, untied, expansive. And dechuya means bedochak, dechuya, it's pushed off. 
So we know that there are many places that this issue of Hutra and Duchuya come up. So our Gemara here alludes to the earlier sugi that we had in Davav at the beginning of Masechus Yuma, where the Gemara had a machlokes Amoraim about the nature of Hakravas Karbanos Betoma. And there we had a machlokes Amoraim about whether or not that heter of Hakravas Karbanos Betoma, when it's Betzibur, Tuma Hutra Betzibur, or Tuma Duchuyahi Betzibur. The Nafkamina there in the Gemara is whether Mahadrinan Atahorim, and there are two Lashonos there exactly how far you have to go, whether it's Hutra or Tchuya. And the Gemara also there has an Afkamina about whether or not you require Ritzu Yitzitz, that if you assume Tuma Hutra B'tzibur, you do not require Ritzu Yitzitz. So what is this Machlokas about whether or not in the context of Tuma you need Hutra or you need Tchuya to allow it? So there is a Tshuva of the Zecher Yitzchak. This is Rev Itzala Ponavizhar's Tshuvas, in the end, this chuvas, I think these chuvas are published by uh, a group of the, I think it's, what is it called, Makitze Chachmelita, uh, something like that. Like the, the people who wanted to retain the chuva of some of the pre-war Gaonim. So I think there was a fund that was set up after the war to publish the Zecher Yitzchak, if I'm not mistaken. So in the end, in Simon Pei, I put it on the Marmakomos. Where was it? In Simon Pei, and like the Likutim, in the letters that he has, he just has a small little interesting ha'ara where he thinks that the Bachlokas Amuraim is whether or not a psul of Tumah devolves onto the carbon, which is interesting. He assumes that if you say Tumah is Duchuya B'tzibur, that means that there's only an Isser to be makra of the carbon B'tumah, but the Chalos of Tumah doesn't create a P'sul in the carbon, which is interesting because, let's say, for purposes of other areas of Halacha, like if you have a carbon Pesach that was Tameh, there's no Din of Shavir Setzim. So there seems to be some kind of Chalos, but he thinks that, he quotes the Gemara in Psachim, where the Gemara points out that if there was a P'sul that devolved on a Karban, Dechia would not be sufficient. The case over there is the Haseda Hashlama, that if the person violates the Haseda Hashlama and it kicks in a P'sul, you wouldn't say, But he says, according to the Manda Amar, who thinks that it's Hutra, there you would assume that there is a P'sul that's going to devolve onto this Karban that was Hukra Betoma, and therefore the only way to avoid that psul from being chal, for to prevent your carbon from taking place, would be to assume that there is a total heter. A second ha'ara in this context, if you look in the Briska Rav in his comments in Zvachim on Daf Tes Zayin Amad Beis, it's Divra Maskil Vehinei, Zvachim Tes Zayin Amad Maskil Divra Maskil Vehinei, he points out that this idea that Tuma is Hutra or Duchuya Bitsibur, well, the word Bitsibur might be a little bit misleading because you saw already in the Mishnah in the beginning of the second parakim of Tamura that there is a Machlokas Tanoim, or maybe not a Machlokas Tanoim. The Gemara first indicates the first day in the Mishnah is that when you have carbon uh, Sibur, so it's Docha Shabbos and Tumah, but when you have a carbon Yachin, it's not Docha Shabbos and Tumah. Then Reb Meir comes along and says, no, that's not the Kovea. Really, the Kovea is whether it's Zmano Kavua or not. So, there's a question whether or not that's actually a Machlokas. The Ramam and the Purusha Mishnayis thinks that they're not arguing. Everybody agrees that the real Kovea is Zmano Kavua. That's the real 
go rain, and we'll come back to that a little bit later why that should be. But what's interesting is that the Briska Rav wonders if you assume that there is a difference between the going coming from the Tzibur versus the going coming from the Zmano Kavua, that perhaps the going of the Tzibur is Sutra and the going of the Zmano Kavua is the Chuya. So it's just an interesting thing to be aware of even within that one din. But this is the first area where we find a machlokas about one din. In this case, it's carbon. Uh, Tzibur, or Kabbin Shizmanu Kavua, where the Tzibur is Tamei, whether that is Hutra or Dechuya. And next, another example of where this issue comes up is, you saw the Sugya in Brachos and Daf, Yud is going over to Chafam and Aleph, where the Gemara discusses the heter of Tumas Kohanim, to their Zion Krogan. So Rashi says there in Brachos, Here, Rashi says on Chafam and Aleph, after discussing the hetero of the Zion Kovim, <clears throat> Rashi is Marich, surprisingly. It's a very long Rashi. In Dibra Maschil, Shev Va'al The context here is Kavra Brios being Doche, the Lav Lo Saser. He says, He says, He says, but Tosa said they over here doesn't agree. Tosa Tiramaskal Sheva Al Tase. He disagrees with Rashi. Nira Diminazar Logarmina de Malinazar Shikan Yeshna Bishaila Vachem Bakoin Malakoin Shikan Lav Shaino Shavabakol. Tosa says the reason you can't compare it is because it's a Lav Shaino Shavabakol, but not because he thinks that it, there's a special distinct dispensation. There's some kind of hutra. A third example of this is the well known question, Rav Avadya has one of the longest chuvas in Yechavadas. It's in Chelek, I think it's in Chelek Dalit Simen Lamed, I didn't write it down, but I, oh no, it's Simen Yud. It's in Chelek Dalit, I think. It has a super long chuva about the question of what happens when you have a person on Shabbos who's in this status of Pikuach Nefesh, can you do something to ameliorate their pain if that intervention is not any, in any way going to improve their chances of pikuach nefesh. It's not relevant to saving their life. So they're in a matzah of pikuach nefesh, but the intervention that you want to do, the Chil Shabbos, is not for purposes of actual pikuach nefesh. It's just to make them feel more comfortable. So Rav points out that this is totally in the machlokas rishonim, whether or not pikuach nefesh on Shabbos is hutra or dechuya. So there is a well-known Rambam in the beginning of the second parak of Helcho Shabbos, where the Rambam says, dechuya he... Da, 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 da. So says the Kesav Mishnah there in a very startling comment. He says, he quotes the Chuvah Sarajba that Shabbos for the Rambam is Duchuya and he compares it to Tumahotra B'tzibur, which is a very surprising comparison. But he wants to give you a case where we paskin that is Duchuya, which is the Rambam Shita in how he paskins in the Machlokas Amorah, that Tumah is Duchuya B'tzibur. 
However, first of all, not all the Achronim, Rav Avadya quotes some who think that the Rambam does not mean that, because elsewhere the Rambam has a different mashmos, unlike the way the Kesem Mishnah learns the Rambam. But there is a clear and very important comment that the Rosh quotes in the end of Yuma. It's in Simen, it's in Perekhes, I think it's in Yudalid. I'll tell you. I think it's in Os Yudalid. Yeah, I didn't write it down, but I think that's the Mar Makom. Ches Yudalid, where he quotes from the Maram Rutenberg. The Maram Rutenberg was asked, and this Maram Rutenberg, Rav Avadya quotes it from like four different places. I'm familiar with it from the Rush, but he gives you the, it's in the Chuvas and a few other places. Maram Rutenberg says, if you have a choice between giving a chola, sheish posakana, nevela, or giving them shbasar shchuta, having to shecht on Shabbos, you're better off shechting on Shabbos. Why? So the Ma'ar Rotenberg explains, he says that the nevela, that's only a dechia, that you're allowed to eat the nevela. But Shabbos, Shabbos is hutra. So the Chorah, Rabbi Vadya points out that this question of giving the person the non-essential or non-health benefit, but palliative care on Shabbos is totally on this machlokas Rishonim and Achronim, whether or not Shabbos is hutra or dechuya. Another machlokas about whether or not a principle of din is hutra or dechuya. This is one way to read this, not the only way, but the question of kelaim in the big day kahuna. So I don't know if you saw, but in the in the Marmakomos we put down the the Rambam in Hilchas Kelayim Mikdash. There is a parallel Rambam in Hilchas Kelayim Perak Yud Halacha Lamed Beis, where the Ravid there points out that there is no issue of wearing kelaim, wearing the avnei shelo b'shas ha'avoda, unlike the Rambam, who there and in Hilchas Kelayim Mikdash Perakhes Halacha Yud Beis assumes that there is a problem for the Kohen to wear the avnei shelo b'shas ha'avoda. So the simple understanding—that's not the only way to understand this—but the simple understanding is to think that the Ravid thinks that when the Avnei is hutar, the kelaim in the big dekuna is hutar, it's begeder hutra, whereas for the Rambam, it's only begeder dechuya. That's nafkamina, case number four, where we have a machlokas about whether a din is begeder hutra or dechuya. Uh, nafkamina number five, this one's a little fascinating, it's a little surprising, but the din of Ochel Nefesh Anyantav that we mentioned earlier from the Ramban, so the Ramban thinks this is low nebra, it's absolutely nothing to even to talk about. If you look at the Ran in Beitza and Daftes Amad Beis in the Dapi Arif and Dibra Masdal Meha, the Ran is commenting on the din of Riboy Bishiurim. Why is it that the Gemara in in Menachos, in the, remember the, the sugi about the the babies, the two babies that he scoops up with the, the fisherman, scoops up the two babies, the Pikuach Nefesh, Reba Bishurim, cutting branch that has two figs versus three figs. So the Gemara has a whole cheshman about, about Reba Bishurim. And yet, when it comes to Ilchas Yantif, the Gemara says in Beitzah, and Daf Yudzayim, Mamale Isha, Kadeira Basar, and you can be Mamale the Tanur with Pas because it's going to help everything cook better. So you, you don't have a problem of Reba Bishurim on Yantif. So why not? So the Ran says, I'll tell you why. Because Shabbos, he thinks that Shabbos Pikuach Nefesh is only Duchuya, but Yantif, that's Begeder Hutra. So the Nafkamina is Reba Bishurim. If it's Duchuya, then you don't have a Hetar Reba Bishurim, but on Yantif, where it's Hutra, you have Reba Bishurim. However, if you look, this is not the majority opinion, this is the minority opinion, but there is a Tosus in Megillah, Davzainam at Beis, Dirimaschel Khan, where Tosus thinks that. Ochel nefesh on yantiv is begeder duchuya. 
How do we know that? Because Tosus there thinks that if you have food, which it would be just as delicious, if not more delicious, if you made it yesterday, explaining why Megabin is a problem on Yantif, that would be an Isr de Oraisa. Now, other Tosin disagree with this. The Mishnah Brewer points out in the beginning of Tuft Zadi Hay that this is not the majority opinion, but it is on the books. There is such an opinion of Tosfis who indicates that Bikuach Nefesh, excuse me, that Ochel Nefesh on Yantif is Begeder Duchuya. Six Nafgamina, this is a big question. The Gemara in Menachos and Daf Mem, where it discusses the din of Kalaim and Tzitzis, so the Rabbeinu Tam there, and Mem Ahmed Beis, and Dibra Maschal Tcheles, the Rabbeinu Tam thinks that when you have Tcheles in your Tzitzis, it is absolutely Hutra, with several significant Nafgamina that we'll get to in a little bit, whereas if you look at the Ramban in the Torah Sa'adam, the Ramban in the Torah Sa'adam in Inyan Kohanim, the Ramban thinks that it's only Begeder Dechuya. One last Nafgamina is, <coughs> there is a machlokis between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah in the end of Hilchas Mila, Simen Reish Samach Vav Seif Yudalid. In a case where, and apparently this used to be the practice, but I, I don't know how many people do this today, where they used to observe a practice that two Moalim would do the mitzvah. One would do Hasaras Chatichas HaOrla, and the other one would do Hasaras Ha Priya. One would cut off the Orla, the other one would peel back the or Priya. So what is the status of Mila on Shabbos? So the Vilnagon at the bottom points out that this Machlokas in the Shulchan Aruch is predicated on whether you understand the din of Mila on Shabbos as Hutra or Duchuya. The Shulchan Aruch says, Yeshli zar shaloya mulu moalim Mila achas b'Shabbos. Ella Hamol Hu Atzmo Yifra. And the Ramah says, Lomatsasi Raila Dvarov. And Adraba, what does he say? Nearly Disharita Mila Dachya Shabbos Kamo Avoda Bimikdash. Which is what Argamara says unquestionably on Shab in Yuma on Memvav Ahmad Bayes, that when it comes to Avoda on Shabbos, that the carbon zebra, the carbon chismano kavua is hutra on Shabbos, and that's going to be the same thing for Mila. So again, we have seven cases where we have to figure out whether in each case this din, this conflict between these two values, is it going to be allowed because it's hutra or dechuya? We had carbon tuma, carbon tzibur betuma, kohen and tuma skrovim, pikuach nefesh on Shabbos, kelaim a big day kuhuna, ochel nefesh on yantif, kelaim and tzitzis with treles, and mila be Shabbos. Any questions, comments, or observations thus far? Okay. So what we need to understand is what is the nature of Hutra? What is the nature of Duchuya? Are these fundamentally different heterim? They're totally different processes, totally different planes, different channels. They're unrelated to each other, which is the first approach. Or maybe they're actually not that different from each other. So the first approach that maybe they are very different from each other. Let's maybe start by thinking about what are the nafgaminas. So we mentioned the Gemara and Yuma earlier that one nafgamina is between Hutra and Duhuya, Lahader Atahorim. Another way of thinking about this is 
or maybe one, um, maybe I'll say it like this. Yeah, let, let's say it this way. One way of saying this, the first way, the first approach, is that these are two totally different channels because hutra means there is no isser here at all. Because there's no isser, there's no reason that you should be mahader atahorim. As opposed to if you assume that there is an isser, it's just that we are madcha the isser, then you're going to try to limit the the isser as much as you can. Now, obviously, when we say there's no isser at all, that doesn't mean there's no isser in any related realm, meaning nobody would say that the Kohen who is makr of the carbon on Shabbos, the carbon tumid on Shabbos, no one could say he could smoke a cigarette while he's being makr of the carbon tumid because it's not related to the din. Obviously, the when it comes to hutra, the obligation, the chiyuv, to do the mitzvah is what creates the heter. And if there's no chiyuv, then there's not going to be any heter. So you can't say, oh, a czar is going is to be subject to the hutra of carbon seabor on Shabbos. A czar is not mechiyuv. He's not a bar chiyuva. So, of course, it's not going to be relevant to him. But as opposed to when you understand that it's begeder duchuya, the driver is the kiyam ha-mitzvah. Right? If you say hutra, that there's no iser here at all, it means because there's a chi of mitzvah, the iser disappears. As opposed to if you say duchuya, the iser is here, but the kiyam ha-mitzvah overrides the iser. The ase is doche the losase. The asi is docha los, the losase. The losase is there, but the kiyum through the pool of this mitzvah is madche, the existing iser. Okay? So this is the first way to understand it. If this is true, then according to the Manda Amar, Tuma Hutra B'tzibur, there is absolutely no reason, Mina Torah, that you should ever be Mahader Atahorim. Which is why, when you look in that Gemara in Vav Beis, the Gemara has two days whether you should, in certain circumstances, be Mahadra Ta'orim. According to the first Manda Omar, what happens when you have Ta'orim in Bahahu Beis Av? According to the Ika Da Amri, even if you have Ta'orim in the Beis Av, the Manda Amar holds Hutra, you don't need to use the Tahorim, use the Tameim. But according to the first Manda Amar, if you have you have people in that Beisav, you should still be Mahadra Tahorim. So why, according to the Manda Amar, who holds that it's Hutra, should you be Mahadra Tahorim? So the Gavura Sari says there, the Shagasari says that's only a Dindarabanan. Minat Torah, there's no reason to be Mahadra Tahorim. Because according to this approach, if it's Hutra, it's as if there's no Isser. The Chiyuv erases the Isser. This explains why that Mishnah Brewer that we mentioned at the beginning of Tafzari Hay explains that this, the, the Ramah, you know, there is a Ramah, that Ramah in the beginning of Tafzari Hay that says that Lechatchila, the best thing is, if all things being equal, you should cook before Yantif. 
And he says, the Mishnah Bruce says, yeah, that's only me Rabbana. We reject Tosfus. We hold that it's Hutra. And if it's Hutra, there's no reason in Minat Torah that you shouldn't be allowed to cook on Yantif at all. And this explains, there is a tshuva sefer from the great nephew of the, of the, the Minchas Chinuch. Rav Shechter quoted this tshuva sefer, so I found it. It's called the Chavatzelas Hasharon. His name is Rav Bavad, same name as the, as the Minchas Chinuch. So he wrote a tshuva sefer, tshuvas chavatzelas hasharon. So Rav Shechter thought, he quoted this, this uh, tshuva sefer, and he thought it's ridiculous, doesn't make any sense. The chavatzelas hasharon wonders why when it comes to the carbon sibur on Shabbos, we don't require that the kohen shech besmol. So Rav Shechter said, of course you don't require the kohen to shech besmol, because it's hutra. Korbanos sibur on Shabbos are hutra, there's nothing to talk about. So where do we get this idea? Why should it be that when you have a conflict that the Isser completely disappears if it's Hutra? So Rav Shechter points out, he quotes from Rav Soloveitchik that there is a Mechilta, the Mechilta in Shmos. Rashi quotes it in Perak Chav, Pasuk. All those Achas Says the Mechilta, these are all Bedibor Echad Namru. So what does it mean? Rav Shechter quotes from Rav Salavechik. What does it mean that all these cases are Bedibor Echad Namru? It means they were taught together and that by design, these circumstances are Hutra. There's no Isser. That's why they were told together that you should be aware. It's almost like al Al Tanai, that you are going to observe Shabbos, you know that there is an exception for Shneich Vasim So it's Bedibor Echa Nemru means that was given Al Tanai. So what is the ramification of this? Or another way of saying this. So the, that Ramban in the Torah Sa'adam, if you saw in the, in the Kovat Sa'aras and Rabbi Khanan and Simon Tess, he, he points out, I think it's kind of like a similar way of viewing this. The Ramban, the way that Rabbi Khan presents it, and when you look at the Ramban inside, you, you kind of get this idea. The Ramban says, what are the cases that we talked about? The cases of, let's leave Shatnas out of it for a second, because Shatnas is a little more tricky. Shatnas, we're going to have to assume that it's talking about when you're wearing a particular garment because there's no requirement that you can't wear this garment. But, Is it ever possible to have a carbon tumid that, doesn't, that is not going to compete with Shabbos? If it's tumid, of course it has to be brought on Shabbos. It's mano kavua. Every time you have a carbon that's mano kavua, by definition, you know Meirosh that you're going to be competing with Shabbos. And that's why it makes sense that it's Bedibor Echad Nemru. This is not a coincidental conflict. This is a conflict by design. Yevama Yavo Alea and Ervas Eisha Sachicha, the whole mitzvah of Yevama Yavo Alea is talking about Ervas Eisha Sachicha. 
So by design it was B'dibur Echad Namru, because every time this Chiyuv exists, it's, it's competing with that Isser. As opposed to Tuma, there's no requirement that Tuma has to compete with Korban Zibur or Korban Chazmanu Kavua. It happens to be that if it became Tomei, there's going to be a competition. The Shatnas case is, is tricky, but that's going to have to follow Rabbi Nutam, who thinks that Shatnas is, is Hutra, and that there's no reason that you can't set up a Kalayim system in this case. And what emerges from this is that when it comes to Dechia, that only the Kiyam HaMitzvah pushes away the existing Isser. When it comes to Hutra, because it's Lo Namra, Rav Solveitchik takes it one step further and explains how once it's Lo Namra, there's no Isser here at all, the Chefza now becomes Mufka from the Isser. So he uses this to explain. There's a mag- it's magisterial. It's a magnificent drasha in the Yaretzite Shiurim. It's very long. It's Be'inyan. It's a Kelayim B'tzitzis. Kelayim B'tzitzis in the first Chelek. So he uses this to explain the Shita of Rabbi Rutam that we mentioned earlier in Mem Ahmed Beis, in Menachos, that according to the Rabbi Rutam, when you have a Beged Sheyesh B'tzitzis with Tcheles, so then, even Balayla, there's not going to be a problem of shotness. So Rav Solveitchik explains, and he uses this also to explain the Shita of the Ravid when it comes to the Big Day Kahuna, that the Chepza of Tzitzis has a Chalos. And he has a magnificent set of proofs to explain how that is, and Nafkaminas, why that is, for the bracha on a talus katan, even though there's no lehisatev, but there's still a chiyuv, there's still a kiyum in the chefza. He uses that to explain this Rabinu Tam. He uses it to explain the difference between chovas gavra and chovas mana, that even though it's not a chovas mana, it's a chovas gavra, but when you wear it, there is a special chalos in that baggage of tzitzis, which is why, according to most Rishonim, you wear multiple tzitzis, you make multiple brachos because it does relate to the tzitzis itself, as opposed to eating another kazayas of matzah, you don't make more brachos, because there's a chalos of that chefza called beget shel tzitzis. Well, if you hold that something is hutra, then that chalos of beget shel tzitzis is not subject to any iser at all. And so even though it's balayla, there's no iser that can be attached to it. And the same thing is going to be true for the Ravid's understanding of the Big Day Kahuna. And that, by the way, parenthetically, Rav Shechter, when I heard him explain this once, he suggested, and I don't think it was in this, when I went through the drush, I didn't notice it here, but he said that Rav Soloveitchik explained that's why when it comes to the Kohen Gadol, that din disappears when he leaves, he goes out to the Kvulin. Because there's only a Chaloshem of Big Day Kohen Gadol, in the Azara. He, used, he, he said that Rav Soloveitchik brought a riot to that from the idea of Kiddush Kli, that Kiddush Kli only exists in the Azara. So he said there's only a din of Big Day Kuhuna per se in the Azara. So the Chefza is Mufka only in the Azara. All of this is to say that when you have this when you have this din of Hutra, so there is a Chalos 
psul in the chefza. Now, Rav Shechter pointed out that it doesn't just mean chefza literally. Avoda in the Mikdash is a process which is hutra on Shabbos. But that's really, that's essentially, Rav Silvejic didn't mention it here, but essentially that's really what the Maharam is driving at in that rush. Rav Shechter didn't put the two together, but I think that's really what it means. That Nevela, Nevela is Dechuya, which means there's a Chalos Nevela, there's an Easter Nevela, which is Chal on this Chavza Shal, shal Nevela. But the Easter of Shabbos, according to the Maram, because it's Hutra, so then there is no Chalos Easter here at all. There is no Chavza Shal Easter. It's totally Hutra. It also explains that shot from the Zecher Yitzchak. So this is the way that Rav Shechter explains, based on Rav Salvechik, this is the way Rav Shechter explains the difference between Hutra and Dechuya, which is amazing and terrific and awesome. And I'm not casting aspersions on, you know, Shechter and Rav Salvechik. This is amazing. But I do want to point out that there is another way of understanding this din, seemingly. You cannot deny that there is another way of understanding the relationship between Hutra and Dechuya. Because until now, we are saying that these are worlds apart, that Hutra is essentially low Nemra, and there's a Chalos of a Hafka of that Chavza, and Dechuya is, of course, there's an Isra there. You know, one, one way to start thinking about this is in the language of the Rashi. Rashi. Rashi has this language. Here in Membav Medvez, Duchuya Hibetzibur, Bekoshi Hutra, the Kolkama de Efsher Mahadrinan Atahorim. So I've shared a quote from Rasul Vejik that that Lashon is Lavdafka. He didn't like that Lashon. Bekoshi Hitira. But that is the other way to understand this whole sugya. And that is that it is not a fundamental split between Hutra and Duhuya. It's a continuum. It's a continuum, and Duhuya is Bakoshi, Hutra is Bishofi, but it's really Be'etzem one din. Who makes this assumption? So obviously, the Chavatzelas Hasharon made this assumption when he was asking why on Shabbos you should have any why, why on Shabbos should you have any Havamina to be Shochit Bismol if you understand that Hutra and Duchuya is on a continuum that of course when it comes to Duchuya we should try harder but even in the realm of Hutra there's no Hafka here so if you can get around it you should get around it there is a Tshuva that I remember when when um, Rav Shechter told this over, I remember he quoted a tshuva from the Rabbi Yitzchak Al-Khanan, and so I dug it up. It's in the Be'er Yitzchak in Orachayim, Simen Yudalad Os Gimel. I remember he thought that this tshuva was shocking. He said, it's against the Gemara, it's against the Beferish Gemara. Rabbi Yitzchak Al-Khanan, the Be'er Yitzchak, is dealing with the dinah of Shnaim Shasua, a different context. But there, he's wondering why it is that you don't say that you should have two Kohanim Shecht in the Mikdash on Shabbos. 
because you would mitigate the Isser. Rav Shechtet couldn't understand that for the life of him. He thought it was, he thought it was against the Beferish Gemara. But if you understand that Hutra and Duhuya are not totally different realms, so then even in the realm of Hutra, maybe there's a place of Mahadrina and Atahorim. And when you see the Mikdash David, when he's dealing with this din of Karbono Sibur here in in Simen Chavhei, he quotes a Gemara that starts to go in this direction. He is already leaning in this direction because this is in Simen Chavhei O Space. This? this is the Mikdash David, the Heilige Reb David Rappaport, Zechet Tzadik Levrach Hashem Yikom Tambo. Mikomokom nire da'avdinan tatsdiki shalom lahavli deyes of Shabbos. We should try to find ways if we can. According to the first Mahalach, that makes no sense whatsoever. Hutra is hutra. But if you understand that it's really the same din, it's just an extent. See, quotes the Gemara in Menachos Sabbat Chavitik on Garol, and the fact that the Ketzirah Sa'omer on Shabbos was Niktar Ba'odam Echad Kedei Lamayit Be'isr Shabbos. So he backs out on this in the end. He says, no, maybe that's only Dina Machshirin. Maybe that's only Machshirin. And that's why we never find in the Gemara that the Kohen himself should get another guy in Shef together with him. But the premise of this whole essay in the Mikdash David is that just because something is Hutra doesn't mean it doesn't exist at all. Some try to bring a riot from the Gemara in Shabbos, excuse me, the Gemara Menachos on Dapa'ayin Beis Amid Beis, where the Gemara in Menachos in discussing the fact that we have a heter of burning the Chalav Ve'ivarim that we're dealing with in our Gemara of Chalve Shabbos, you could burn them on Shabbos. The Gemara says, because Chaviva Mitzvah Beshaita, because Dach Sashkita Shabbos, so since it was, and this is what we're alluding to here in Memvavim Days, since the carbon itself was brought on Shabbos, so the Chalavim Ve'ivarim, they're going to be included with that because of the svara of Chaviva Mitzvah Beshaita, which is tone beer how Chaviva Mitzvah works. What's the mechanism to allow the, the violation? So it's related to Dach Sashkita Shabbos already, but some Achronim point out, they said, wait a second, why did the Gemara have a Havamina that you should wait until tonight to be Maktir the Eivarim? Why would you have a Havamina to wait till tonight? It's Hutra. So one answer might be, the truth is, is that there's a difference. There's a difference between the Maisa Shechita and the Zrika and the Maisa Aktara. And it could be that those are two different dinim. And because they're two different dinim, the Heter for the Shechita wouldn't necessarily carry over without Dach Sashchita Sashabas. The Chavim Mitzvah wouldn't carry over to the Avarim. But the simple reading of the Gemara doesn't sound like that. The simple reading of the Gemara sounds more like, well, if you could have waited, you should have waited. And then the, the biggest raya is that the Gemara in Yevamos and Dafheim at Beis, in the context of Essay Dochalosese, wants to try to learn from Tamid, Pesach, and Mila altogether. But wait a minute, Tamid, Pesach, and Mila, what are you talking about? Tamid on Shabbos, that's Hutra. Pesach, that's Karmach is that's Hutra. Mila, according to the Ramah, that's Hutra. So Rav Silvechik raises this question in passing in the Yardside Drashas. And he says, Okay, 
he has to, he has to lob the Afrika the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't really mean you're going to learn Esse Dochalosese. You can't learn Esse Dochalosese from there. It's totally unrelated. It's the Rav Lashitaso. That Gemara doesn't, doesn't make sense. So perhaps the other way of looking at this is more in line with the way Rebbe Hanan describes it in the Kovitz Aros, where Rebbe Hanan presents that there are actually two dinim in Hutra. This is in the Kovitz Aros in Simintes, where Rebbe Hanan says, it's true, sometimes in Hutra, you have something which is begeder, it's like the low nemra, it's what he calls the yotzim in aklal, but then he thinks there are some aspects of Hutra where it's only a heter, machmas the mitzvah, it's more of a limited heter. And what this presumes, right, the, the working assumption here is that there isn't a fundamental difference between Hutra and Dechuya, that they operate based on the same set of assumptions, and you just have to figure out when you apply, when you apply the other. The nafkamina between these two within Hutra is when do you say whole the ishtri ishtri? He says you're only going to say whole the ishtri ishtri when it's deriving from the mitzvah. But if it's begeder lo nemra, you don't say whole the ishtri ishtri. If the, the um, like, ashes ish in garsha, that's not ishtri, it's just enoroi lezeklal. The other thing that I would point out in this context, which Rav Shechter also does not like, but it's the opposite idea, and I think it's the same point. There is a, there is a Tosfus in Menachos, on Daf Mem Amid Aleph, which has two deus on the din of Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish's famous din of Kalmokam Sha'atamotze Esavlo Imat so the best thing is to avoid the conflict. So that's a classic essay, dochalosese, that's a din of Dechia. So if Shechter assumes that's a din daraisa, thinks that's Pasha, it's a din daraisa. But there is one day in Tosvis there, in Mem Aleph, who thinks that that's only a din Rabbanan. And guess who likes that din? He quotes it, I, quote, I, uh, I, I looked it up, he quotes from a, a, uh, a stipler. It's in the Kihilas Yaakov, it's in the Kilas Yaakov in Yevamos in Simon Aleph Ostalid, where the Kilas Yaakov likes this one, this other day in Tosfos to think that even if you hold Duchuya, even Lamanda Amar Duchuya, perhaps Minatora, there's no need to avoid it. That that din of Rishlakish is only a din of Rav Shechter thinks that's totally untenable. But according to what we're saying now for Rabbi Hanan, that really Hutra and Duchuya are one continuum, so then it's possible that even in, in the context of Dechuyah, min Torah, you don't have to avoid it. You don't have to avoid it. So perhaps, perhaps the way to kind of bring this all together is to come back to our Gemara because there is there is a, an interesting observation that you can make in our Gemara. Our Gemara is drawing a distinction between Korban Sibur, Korban Shizmano Kavua on Shabbos versus Tumah, and we're drawing the distinction between, between that and the din of Tumah. But it's interesting that you see from our Gemara on the bottom of Ben Vam Aleph that these two dinim of Dechias Shabbos and Dechias Tumah are learned from the same Pasuk. 
So let's go back to the Rambam we mentioned before in the Pure Shemeshnais and Tamura. According to the Rambam, that the Ikar. It is the same word. But Moadoa, Filu Bishabas, Afilu Bituma. So. According to the Rambam, that the Ikar Koveya of the Dechia in that mission in Tamura is the Kvias Zman. So then you can understand that there is a difference really fundamentally between Shabbos and Tumah, that one is Hutra and one is Dechuya, because by design, every time you have a coverage of Zman Kavua, it of course is going to conflict with the Shabbos, Yantif, right, whatever the Isra Malacha is, as opposed to Tumah. So you're going to say that's going to be Dechuya. When it comes to Tuma, you're going to say, it's not by design. You need Ritzuitzitz. It didn't necessarily have to be that way. You could even go further and point out that when it comes to Tuma, a little different than that Zecher Yitzchak that we started with, when it comes to Tuma, there is a Chalos in the Chefsa, as opposed to when Shabbos, it's only in Isra on the Gavra. And the whole idea, you could argue, of Tuma is a stira to the world of Mikdash, right? Outside of the world of Mikdash, the, the concept of Tuma and Tara don't really translate. Rabbi Lutzin Zechitzah once pointed out in the context of Hilchas Nida that there's nothing inherently offensive about Tumas Nida. It's only, and I, I still remember when I took Hassan classes with Rabbi Neuberger, he made this point, it's only that Tuma is a steer to the Kedusha of Mikdash. So the person has to become Tar before they go to the base of Mikdash. So you can understand how the idea of Tuma is only going to be Begadar Dechuya. But according to the way that Rav Soloveitchik sets it up, according to the way that Rav Shechter explains it, these two Dinim, they're not really rooted in the same Pasuk. It's very strange. It's very hard to understand how Bamoado for Shabbos is going to teach you Hutra, and for Tumah is going to teach you Dechuya. But if you follow more of this second alternative, then it makes more sense that it's really the same Yesod, that when you have a conflict, you have to figure out how to navigate it. So it's true. For Shabbos, it's not such a stira to Mikdash. It's only a din in the Gavra. So for Shabbos, it'll be Hutra. But for Tumah, Tumah is a stira to the Mikdash. There's a halos in the Chepzah. We're going to be much more limited. The Pasuk is telling you, we interpret the Pasuk only to being Begeder Dechuya. So perhaps this, this question of understanding the relationship between Shabbos and Tumah, between Hutra and Dechuya, and learning from these two Psukim, really is at the heart of this fundamental issue about whether or not Hutra and Dechuya are two totally different realms, two totally different tracks, or it's just one continuum, and in every context you have to figure out what is it, where do you plot it. It might also, according to the second approach, make sense why it is that there are so many machloksim about these different dinim. If it's clear-cut that it's, uh, you know, nemru, and it's whatever, you know, the low nemra, the logic of the Ramban, so there shouldn't be so much ambiguity. But if it's, if it's more of a continuum, if it's more like the second approach, then maybe we can understand more why it's not so clear whether or not Mila on Shabbos. So Mila on Shabbos, you know, on the one hand, you say, it's just an accident. It's not inherent. 
it's not like Kachim Shazmano Kavua that it's got to be on Shabbos. On the other hand, babies are born every day. So the Rebbe knew, so to speak, he intended that Biyom Hashmini. So I think according to the second Mahalach, there's more room to understand why it is that more cases are going to be subject to this Maklokas about which Rendechuya had to categorize it.